Welcome to the Trails of Two Bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? What you? Oh, this is weird. Uh, this is what happens Ooh. when we're not in the truck and you're not not yourself. And yeah, this is we're we're not in our normal F one hundred and fifty studio. So. <laughs> Nope, we are in the the basement shop now. <laughs> um, I'm not traveling right now. Um, I'm just returning with a cold. Mm-hmm, that I think you've shared with me. It feels you, wonderful. You likely are picking it up. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. I love your Michigan germs. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. And uh, so we've got a little bit of uh, some tuning to do on some bikes and uh, record a podcast. So, um, where do we want to, where do we want to start? You want to explain what, uh, what we've got going on in the basement here today? Um, there's a couple, couple of things we're working on. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I know what those couple of things are. You don't, you but, don't know what? Well, I know right now you're, you're working on, you're replacing the seat on my transition. I'm trying to remember where we left off last time, or, um, last time, what, what we talked oh, about on the podcast anyway. Um, because that was a, that was a while ago. Oh, it was when I got hurt in New York. Are you? Yeah, it was when we were in New York. Yeah, we were coming back from New York. Um, we had the false false recording. Oh yeah, we had to record it again. Speaking of which, red light on, red light on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was light. actually very disappointing because <laughs> it was quite fun to record it the first time, and it it was still fun, but it was more type two fun recording <laughs> it the second time. <laughs> so. So, anyways, what what do we have going on in the? The basement in the basement i don't uh you're you're changing out my saddle with a purple saddle or a black and purple saddle oh, yeah. I, that's what you're doing Did we get a new saddle yeah i hope i like it as much as my current saddle it's the i same, mean it's right? literally the same thing oh okay. yeah it just has purple that's, accents on it to, to match good. the bike and my my black saddle is already scuffed because i wrecked so um i've scratched my bike already so yeah yeah, uh, that's, that's what happen. bikes are for. <laughs> there, there. It hasn't been ride wrapped yet, so no, that's not. Mm. But yeah, so uh, the the bike is becoming more purpley, little pieces at a time. It's got the stem and the bars and the what are those caps on the fork? The fork caps. The is fork caps. Oh, that's yeah. the name of them. Yeah. <laughs> you got the air cap and then. Um, Better bolts, pretty pretty awesome company. I'm pretty stoked with how those those turned out. Does a uh, the um, adjuster replacement as well for the fork for the yeah on this it's the Fox 36. Um, so it has a different color high speed compression knob. Um, so that was pretty cool. It's purple to match everything else. It matches really well, yeah. and then the air cap. So if you well. didn't catch from the last podcast, I talked about it a little bit. Um, I got a Sentinel, and it's in like the the grayish black color, and I've chosen to accent little things with purple. Um, little things. Yeah. Well, little things. Yeah. And um, the entire. <laughs> you know the decals, the decals and, and yeah and the the pedals i love the pedals i saw oh i keep sending you like little things i see in purple on instagram because i think <laughs> instagram knows what i'm doing to the bike and, and is sending me targeted ads oh that seat that's that saddle is so pretty oh look at the bottom 
That's so cool. Sorry you're listening on a podcast and you can't see it. Is the bottom of that plastic? Yeah. Oh, they're plastic. I've never yeah. looked at the bottom of a saddle before. Bottoms of saddles are typically plastic. I didn't if they were know metal, that. they would weigh a lot more. That makes sense. The, the goal is to not add a ton <laughs> of useless weight to a bike. That makes that makes total sense, but I really um I didn't know that. So I'm I'm learning things and it is identical. But it has a little purple accent, so that's so cool. It even says Yeah. Bel Air 3. Oh, yeah. For those of you that are curious, it is the SDG Bel Air 3. Yeah, I actually, it's the seat that came with my Sentinel, um, mm-hmm. and I really like it. It's actually really comfortable. Um, I've done a lot of climbing on it, and um, I actually don't wear a chamois or anything um, in general, So, and I haven't, uh, I haven't really had any issues. I, I just like it, and... Um, so now I'm going to like it even more cause it's accented in purple and, uh, oh yeah. So on Instagram, what did I send you? The, the rotor that was, oh, the hope rotors. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. You know, Kelly has those. Uh, Kelly, Kelly's like always a step ahead of me <laughs> with purple. She did start it. I, I swear I didn't steal it from her. I just happened to really like it and yeah yeah. well i mean the the color of this frame it's kind of like a charcoal gray uh lends itself very well to to doing purple accents yeah so um that was definitely a good color choice with uh with um what what you've got here i don't even remember why or how i chose purple it's not like it's my favorite color but i think i had brought it up you might have i don't i honestly don't remember and um I just remember like I think we were just playing around with decal colors maybe talking about um changing the the decals because they did have this gold color which just cough cough yellow <laughs> yeah whatever I I don't know canary yellow they, it was they call it gold yeah it was it was not a yellow that I liked and I didn't it, it looked too masculine to me so I'm a fan of uh I, I'm a fan of uh the purple my my track that i had before is blue which i don't mind i like that color but um and your patrol has green accents um i'm not a crazy hot pink person so purple seems the, the next downhill logical bikes are red yeah that's fair downhill bikes are red um yeah so really it just kind of left i guess orange or purple and purple seemed like a better choice maybe brown i could have gone brown perhaps <laughs> i don't know that does not sound like a good accent color <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know i don't know if there's a lot of options in brown but i am surprised it's really awesome at the amount of things that you can get customized um y- you know it it's really cool well, what did you have the, like the mud flap i don't have a mud flap on my bike yet oh yeah i gotta order the uh yeah the mud flap these w- uh, new 36s are nice because um, Fox sells the bolt-on mud flap, which we, yeah, we've got to order. Um, but then um, ground protect ground protector. Yeah, that sounds correct. I think it's ground protector. Uh, does decal kits for the Fox yeah mud guards, and I think they do the Rock Shocks ones as gotcha. well. Um, but so you can get a decal kit for it, which will look pretty pretty cool. But of course, that's on its way. But I got to order a fender. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so. And I wish I could afford um, some really nice i9 
uh, wheels because <laughs> then I would totally have the purple spokes. Any generous donors out there? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that would be nice. I'll just settle for the purple valve stems that that. That yeah, those I mean. haven't been installed yet either. Yeah. Oh, you have those. those. That's right. We I have. I do have them. Yeah. Yep, I so do have them. that that is uh next, next in line. But yeah. So uh, the bike is. I I really feel like I have it dialed in. The biggest thing that we did, um, that made me love it was getting the twenty eight tooth chain ring. That was yeah. That was a game changer because this bike. And of course, it's it's unfortunately the, SRAM. Um, cheapo chainring for now because I don't know why. Why? Why? Uh, I think it's <laughs> Works has a purple twenty-eight tooth coming out soon. Oh, oh that's yet. right. You showed me that. I forgot. So I forgot. Once once that is available, that will be some more purple. Uh, yeah. Some more purple. Blue. Oh, you know what we need? We need a hub spin as a sound effect. Oh, like uh, like a little bit of <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need. We somehow need to get that into like an MP4 file and load it onto this thing. <laughs> I'll just ask the guys from the Hook It podcast because yeah. they use one. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but when you did that little, no, I was like, oh, I love that sound. There's some sounds. It's a good sound. It is a good sound. There's some sounds that when you hear, you're like pavlawed into happiness. <laughs> and I don't know why, but the sound of a hub, I'm like, oh, bike's moving. Like that just makes me happy. Although my downhill bike doesn't make that sound. My downhill bike is quiet. Is this up pretty quiet? It is pretty quiet. It's a little, mm. little bit. Yeah. When I'm riding it, I don't it's, hear it. It's not a high engagement and I, I could probably pop the, uh, um, that's a DT350. So it's got the star ratchet. I could probably pop that out. I don't out and know what that Clean means. it up and put, what, put, a, what put some fresh um, hub grease in it. Okay. It'll probably be a little bit louder. Is it supposed to be louder? It can be. That's not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Is it supposed to? I don't. I don't know. I I actually like being in stealth mode on my downhill bike. So if, if you only hear <laughs> me when I crash, <laughs> you you can make um, hubs louder. You can make them quiet. There's, yeah. Depending on what type of grease that you put in them. Okay, um, I didn't know can, it was a grease thing that made, I thought they mm -hmm. were just noisy because of like the bearings that were in them or. The bearings. Yeah. There are no yeah. bearings. <laughs> no. Well, when Why you, are you looking when, at me like that? When you spin your front wheel, does it make that sound? No. No. There's bearings in your front wheel because oh, otherwise okay. it wouldn't spin. Okay. So what makes noise? What? So what make what what makes noise is the uh, pawls of the free hub. That's what allows oh. the wheel to spin without. Okay, your pedal what are the paul? What are paul? That's not Pals. a person. Pauls. 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 Not Paulser. Just Pauls. Pauls like the like the person like Peter and Paul like Paul. With a W, but. but oh, yeah. so like um, kitten paws. <laughs> with an L. <laughs> But if you combine Paul and pause, <laughs> you get Pauls. <laughs> I, I don't know what that word means or what they are. Oh, let so, me see my brakes. Okay, hold on. Before you finish talking about Pauls. <laughs> so I'm actually going to go grab something Before. in just a second. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. He's leaving. Keep, keep, uh, keep everyone <laughs> he just walks off. Um, I really honestly have no idea what... Paul's are oh man yeah I do have 
No pad. Some pad. I have a tiny, tiny bit of pad left. No, but we're not talking. There's no pad left. <laughs> um, so we're not talking about that yet. We'll talk about that in a second. But what I am opening here oh. is a free hub body uh, for your new trainer. Oh, we yeah. We haven't quite gotten set I up yet. But this will allow us to put a 12-speed cassette on it. Yeah, we um, found a really good deal on a, bike on a trainer for we're anticipating. I mean, it's it's September oh. here, so mm-hmm. it, oh no, oh no, <laughs> a Wahoo kicker. Uh, yeah, so we're anticipating um, winter and how we're gonna, you know, kind of stay fit and get the bike. And I have a spin bike, but it's an older spin bike, and I'm too cheap for a Peloton, and this is even better. So yeah, Jen wants to ride Zwift. So anyone who wants who's on Zwift, Jesse, I'm looking at you. I don't know how to use it, so somebody's gonna have to walk me through it. So you see, and I'm sorry for all of. The, those okay, so of what you are you? Listening. What do you have in your hand? This is a free hub body. I, what is a free? This is the whole thing. Your cassette goes on the outside of this. Okay. This goes into your hub. You have one of these on your front and back wheel, right? No, just the rear. Oh, but what's on the front? You have a hub on the front, right? It's, yes, that's a hub. There's no free hub on a front wheel hub. The free hub. Uh, or free wheel, depending on how it's oriented, is just to provide engagement so you can for the cassette. The wheel. Oh, okay, gotcha. So what what happens is these little metal teeth that are spring loaded. Okay. You see how they pop up? Yeah. When this is in Ooh. the hub, what happens is you have teeth on the inside of the hub, and so it can go past it this way. It can't go past it that way. It catches that. Oh, way. and that's so. This the is noise what allows. That, this is okay. what you're hearing. Is these clicking? Oh, those cute little across, guys clicking back and teeth. forth. Okay. Now DT three fifty, um, DT Swiss does a different system, which is a star ratchet, which I'm not even going to try to explain without yeah. opening up the rear hub to show you. <laughs> um, but instead of having spring loaded poles like this, it has like a disc thing that's spring loaded, so it's a little bit different. Nice. So that's a little. I. That that is a good uh, a bike anatomy lesson. That's a bike so anatomy we, lesson. So listen, lesson, whatever. Lesson, lesson. Uh, um, so you we have a hub on the front and a free hub body so, on the back. So the you have a hub on the front. You have a hub on the rear as well, but the hub also because it's a drive wheel has a free hub. Okay, or free wheel on it. So it's a hub with a free wheel on the back and a hub on the front. Yeah, and they're very specific, right? Like the shell is different. You can't put a rear hub in the front. Gotcha. Front hub can't go in the rear. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense because of the drivetrain. Yes, exactly. I feel like I learned something. Good. Good. So, that's that's another thing. I don't have purple on my transition on the Sentinel is my, my hubs. I, you know you have a purple hub, don't you? But you're not good. I do have two purple hubs, actually. I've got a front and rear purple mm. hub that would actually potentially fit that bike. Mm. You need a uh, spacer on the rear because it's a 142. I don't know hub. what that means. Uh, your rear spacing, the spacing between the cassette and the brake side, like where it fits into the dropouts of the bike, is, is 148 millimeters across. What is the dropout of the bike? Where the wheel comes out of the bike. Oh, so like when you take the little quick release out the pin and it like pulls. Yeah. And yeah. it sits right, at, so right okay. here. So the interface yeah. on your Sentinel, this is fun. This is great. This is bike industry awesomeness because the bike industry is awesome. Um, <laughs> on your Sentinel, it's 148 I'm millimeters. I'm so amazed that you're this excited and I'm only understanding no, that's, like a No, that's friend. sarcasm. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> the, the back end of your Sentinel is 148. 
uh-huh. back into my patrols. 148, it's boost. Quote, unquote, boost. Oh That's the boost standard. What Your downhill mean? bike is, is a 157 okay. millimeter spacing. Which makes sense. My it... downhill bike is a 142 millimeter How spacing. How is that less? That your downhill bike is so long. It's not. No, it's the width between. Oh, here. it's the so width between. Real, your oh, the, between the sides. Yeah, not it's, the length. It's the width it's of the, your wheel. It's the oh, width of your hub. Oh, okay. So there's there's a handful of different standards. Okay. There's 142 is kind of an older standard, and we won't even get into the standards prior to that. Gotcha. Pretty much all mountain bikes. What's the benefit of having narrow versus wider? There's no benefit to narrow, I, I guess, except for weight savings, right? Okay. The more narrow, the less hub material you have, so you save a little bit of weight. The wider you go, if you if you look at a triangle, the wider you go, the better bracing angle you have. Oh. So the wider you go, the stiffer you can make a wheel, the better brace oh, you so can it's make a o- wheel. So I like that, that mine's wider on my downhill bike. So theoretically... It gives you improvements. How much improvements? I've never seen any math behind it. It'd I don't be know. Very I like, interesting to see what I the like, math is behind it. I like it. the fact that how you explained it, even I was picked up like, oh, that's yeah. better for my downhill bike because that's okay. So it's, it's quote unquote better. I would prefer if it was 148. And the reason for that is then everything is compatible. And I can put all my wheels on your downhill bike. You can't put your 29-inch wheels, but I could put the wheels from the patrol. I could put the wheel from my downhill bike in your downhill bike. But because it's 157, there's no adapters to go from a 142 or 148 up to a 157. Oh, gotcha. So you can only have your wheel. Okay. And that's it. And that's why I have that other spare wheel rolling around someplace that kind of sort of, it's not great for it, but it... um, it works. Will it fit my bike? It'll fit this bike. I just had to machine the stupid cassette. So oh, okay. It will fit your bike. I love how like, uh, so earlier this season I did have, I've had a couple of mechanicals with my rear tire at downhill parks, but one I was like by myself and uh, I love how you were like, oh, you should have just brought the wheel as if I would have <laughs> known what the yeah, hell to do with yeah, it that's, then. That's fair. Um, oh yeah, because you would have had to put a rotor on it. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I did try to take apart my friend kelly's bike and put it back together in the parking ride to fit it oh. in my car and that went terribly i need to i need to um yeah absolutely like practice that let me look at these rigs okay so we are pulling out yeah. who so, I am. so we're gonna move on from the purple bike okay. which we are basically done working on i am gonna have to adjust that saddle angle we'll have to figure that out after yeah after the podcast to get that i didn't adjust the side i i didn't adjust the saddle when i bought it but yeah the importance of an adjusted saddle is pretty yeah just just the pitch i don't think the pitch is is right looking no no no, but that's what i meant it's Um, pretty high on my priority list is to have a saddle that's adjusted appropriately (laughs) so we're moving moving on from that just a quick shout out we did do the slick graphics um hands hands down uh Slick is slick is amazing. They took great care of us. I ordered an older version of stickers, not realizing that they made a change in 22. Um, slick hook up, hooked us up, got us taken care of. Uh, we also did the shock and fork decals, which are awesome. They blend really well with the rest of the bike. Uh, and Slick's got some really cool stuff that you can pick from on their website. 
we did one of the metallic we did the metallic purple i think it came out really cool i really Um, like it i posted pictures on instagram so if you're uh you probably would follow me because we have like 12 people that listen to us. But maybe if you don't follow me, um, I do have pictures of the bike, uh, mtb.gen on Instagram. Uh, yeah. And it, but and it, there there will be more soon too. I mean, once we finally get this thing like dot, dialed, get the mud flap on and yeah. get the, um, the speckly. Uh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how we're actually going to do that because it would probably be better to put the sparkly ground uh, protector film over top of the full ride wrap okay so we gotta think that one through a little bit more for for pictures but we will get some pictures when it's when we're done getting all the components on it this is the problem with getting a bike mid-season is it's tough to build out all the way um because there's a bunch of other things going on and riding happening and things like that. Yeah. Winter is a great time to build up a bike because... Terrible time to take pictures of it, but... (laughs) No, no, I've got some pretty awesome winter shots. Mm, That's true. You're like on some random... I will not be taking pictures on some random lake in the winter. (laughs) So I will not have awesome winter shots on my trail, but I want trail pictures on my bike. So we'll see. But, But earlier season, spring winter because then you can get everything in and build it up um yeah. you know it's it's there's always difficulty with getting some parts i know the uh the stem actually took a long time to come in that was back ordered yeah um, so it didn't come in with the rest of the components and whatnot so but anyways we're getting there it'll be uh it'll be soon and we'll get some some more good shots you got some pretty good ones and we'll transition over to uh-huh. What you're looking at in your hand right now, which is... Non-existent brake pads. Non-existent brake pads. These are actually really cool. Um, I've not looked at my... I, I can even tell that there's like maybe, maybe... So there's a tiny, tiny, tiny bit left on... Yeah. So that's of, that's what I was talking about. So this one kind of has some pad. You can see the metal backing Yeah. on these two. But these two, because it's Magura, so you've got four pads, you still have biting surface. And this is why you've still had yeah. grab, albeit not as much. Yeah. But you didn't completely lose your braking it actually surface. Felt, it actually felt pretty good, except for the sound. And yeah. and then at the end, I, it really started to, um, I could feel, feel it lose a little bit of its uh, ability. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you guys know what we're talking about. On my downhill bike, I... Um, Took it. I was out of Killington this weekend, and uh, I did by yourself. I was by myself, which we'll talk we'll get, about. We'll a get bit. into in a second. Yeah, let's uh, talk about the brakes first. Yeah, so I was uh, doing several laps, and um, I could feel kind of you know that grindy feeling. Those of you that drive a car, it's a similar feeling. Like you know, you press your brakes, and you just feel that grindy feedback. You've waited too long to get a brake job, and yeah, and so I'm like, hmm. And I'm like, that feels a little weird. But also, I've been having a little bit of issues with my front brakes anyway. They've been getting stuck. So I kind of looked at them. I'm like, they don't feel like they're dragging. Um, They've been getting stuck? No, earlier. Remember? They were this season? Early, like these pads earlier in the season, like they got my front brake kept grabbing, like in staying engaged. Like we. Oh, had it to- wasn't sticking. It just the... Yeah, the the pads are rubbing. Yeah, whatever it was, it was causing like a little bit of drag on the bike. And um, it wasn't that in this instance because I could like feel the same type of feedback, but it was only obviously when I was u- trying to use the brakes. And then as I rode throughout the day, the sound got louder and louder. 
until it was like I was riding with headphones in at one point, which I know you hate. <laughs> um, and I could hear it over my headphones, over the music. And I was like, man, like I should probably call it a day because uh, I don't think I really have a whole lot of pads left, which is kind of a bummer because I was just getting to the point where I was like pushing myself onto like some of the tougher trails on the, you know, stuff I hadn't ridden before. Um, so, oh, wait, keep going. Okay. So I, um, yeah, I called it quits cause I was like, I think I don't have brake pads and I feel good that I diagnosed, um, at least what was wrong with my bike. So, um, but that's interesting to hold the pads in your, they're so tiny. They look like little, um, like little ping pong paddles and, I guess brake pads in your car kind of look like this too. They kind of look, I've seen those uh, before. Not, not really. Well, like, I mean, just the metal on and the wear and the pads. Yeah. Like that, that's what I'm talking about. Like it looks pretty similar, but, um, no, that's interesting to, to be able to see them and to like actually have that feedback of like, I think this is what's wrong with the bike. And then, yep, I have no pads. Um, yeah. Well, we have to breathe the bleed, breathe. Whoa bleed the brakes after nope. replacing the pads nope it's a closed system so you don't okay. have to you don't have to bleed them okay do you have to do anything when do you bleed the brakes when they feel gushy that's so specific uh-huh. i'm never gonna know what that means <laughs> <laughs> until all of a sudden i'm like i can't stop what i will wrong? i will probably um yeah i mean it, it's you can kind of feel it when when they're when they yeah. need a break you can kind of feel air in the line and You'll get okay. more level th- lever throw and less bite to them. Um, okay. I will probably bleed them yearly or so anyways. Gotcha. Winter teardown is a good time to go through. And I mean, honestly, stuff. they they felt fine other than that. But um, good to know. But yeah, so I was at Killington by myself um, Saturday because you were gone. And mm-hmm. um, the weather was actually good. The summer has been an absolute dumpster fire as far as like riding weather and everything. And it literally was 95 degrees, like multiple days last week. And so riding was just not enjoyable a lot of times unless you went like super early in the morning and it was often so wet and humid and foggy that it was gross. Or you could go at like 7 p.m. and, um, you know be in the dark by the time you finished which that that was usually what i chose i did catch some amazing sunsets uh last week particularly up on top of a sketney and then um saturday when it was 70 and sunny i was like i'm gonna go to killington um and that took a lot of like just like i know it sounds funny but I, I i never like especially last year i never would have dreamed of like going to the bike park by myself and feeling comfortable yeah you know like you know as had you before we met had you gone by yourself or is it always with like dirt divas or yeah it was always with like a ride group or friends or or like i knew somebody that was there that like i specifically made sure i had somebody to go with even the first time i went and did downhill it was a vimba day and i already made plans to meet somebody there gotcha. and ride so I had, I have never, and I've done a lot of park days now, um, but I've never gone by myself mm-hmm. to just ride and, um, particularly just like to ride all day. And, um, it was, it, it was quite interesting. You know, you pull in and you see it, it's like being at a park is like very sociable. Um, yeah. 
So that's part of it. You almost have like that sitting by yourself in a cafeteria feeling, <laughs> you know, like yes. that's kind of yep. what it is. You pull that's, into the parking that's lot. That's a good analogy. Yeah. You pull into the parking lot and like, you know, I park like three car spaces away from like, you know, a bunch of dudes putting up an easy up and that sort of thing. There's already not like a lot of women anyway at the bike park. And then like you're kind of a solo chick there by yourself. And I just did my normal thing. You know, I changed and took my bike off and checked my tires and you know everything it checked my pressure all those things and headed off and you know there were there was not a lot of people at the park and this was honestly the first time um I've done laps by myself and I've ridden up the chairlift with a lot of people but um this was the first time I never the entire day did not ride up with anybody in the chairlift it was very weird to me yeah because normally people are like oh, are you single? And, you know, they're single. There was, like, no single people there. They were all in, like, groups of twos or threes or six. And so I was just yeah. like, okay. And there, the lines weren't long enough where it was like, you as a single person should not ride by yourself. It was nobody cared. So I was kind of like, all right, I just chilled by myself on the chairlift. It was, uh, it was very relaxing. And, you know, I... What did I do? I just it was just nice. It was like such a zen it was such a zen moment to just be able to like hang out on the chairlift and you know, eventually I put music in when I realized that nobody was gonna ride with me on the chairlift. <laughs> I was like, All right, I'm just gonna listen to some tunes and you know, I decided I'm like, What do I want my day to be? It was kind of like awesome to just approach it from I just want to have fun I didn't have any expectations and I said you know what I'm going to try to ride every blue trail that I can and so I rode every trail on snowshed except the green trails um and uh had a blast and I did some stuff you know really terrible and I did some stuff really great, like the uh, what? What do you, the hip jump? I keep, I call it the wrong thing, but the hip jump at the, the bottom. Of, yeah, that you want to call a shark fin. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, the hip jump, which oddly is like my favorite thing, um, and I can like really send it on that jump and clear the whole thing easily. Um, that that I do really well, and like you know, nobody's around to be like, oh, that was great, or like be behind me to see me. It's like okay. Um, and then you have other things like I did jumpstart and I swear, like, I don't think I cleared a single table this time and it's just <laughs> how it worked. That was just how my run was. And then I went over to Ram's head and I did the same thing and I, you know, didn't like want to pressure myself too much. I was like, I hate, I hate going. I know all of you that love blue magic. I just, it's such a long trail. Like yeah. I, I am not like, let's just do jump lines all day long. I don't mind a little bit, but like blue magic is just a lot of jump and I prefer it's, it's also a lot of the same jump yeah so it's that's a lot fair. of repetitiveness repetitive like tables and it's just like ugh, yeah the same go going other places and I know um the jump line at thunder yeah you know is a good example where it's not the same over and over and over so you have yeah. some variability in there and, and that was a more engaging yeah. jump line that's fair that that's fair and even jump start for that i was about to more, say jump start jump is a little bit more engaging and just how it's built i think you know with how the berms flow and the the distance of it i think is adequate you know um and i'm sure there's a lot of people that will vehemently disagree and that's okay i'm i'm mm -hmm. fine with my opinion um 
but yeah i prefer i prefer like a little bit of a of a mix so i always take escape artist to crusty um i was bummed that goat skull was closed they were doing some maintenance it looks beautiful by the way it looks amazing where um, where were they uh where could you see some changes so at the top they rebuilt the whole top you know that um drop slash boulder thing that i ate shit on once um oh and yeah then yep yep coming I, back yeah um yeah when you come back literally like the you first ski right past the, the first, first uh, double access road crossing. and then you come back into the woods and there's that boulder i don't know how the boulder looks i have no idea what that looks like but the berm um coming out of it is beautiful tall resurface rounded out flows wonderfully across the ski the ski run and then um they rebuilt the lippy jump as you go mm -hmm. into the woods yeah. um for it, the main it, part it of the trail need. it was getting pretty beat up yeah and um i could see in some sections where they've definitely added dirt like i stopped at crusty mm -hmm. where crusty meets goat skull yeah and i could see that they kind of resurfaced some stuff so it looks like they went in and strategically like have been fixing parts Filling of the, the trail. bomb holes yeah, yeah which which is awesome um they were leaf blowing saturday so unfortunately I didn't get to try it. I really wanted to. Um, but instead, I did Sideshow Bob a lot, which has become one of my more favorite trails there. <laughs> <laughs> which I find ironic because you hated it. Oh, my God. I hated it last down. year. Well, last year I was on my track. The Well, I'm on a track now, but I was on my fuel. On the fuel. And um, that trail... It's full of like little baby head boulders, like not like it rock has garden. Worse. I mean, in last year it was much smoother, mm -hmm. but yeah, I get it. I guess it was more smooth than it is now. That's true. Yeah. But I was also like, I didn't know how to corner. I didn't. Ha I didn't like. Right. It's got the big berms. Yeah, it, so and then it has that one berm. You come down a hill, and it's like if you fixate, if you're not looking at the berm and through the berm, you're looking at the mountains that are 20 miles away that yeah. like are over yeah. top the berm because you can't see like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're mm -hmm. looking down and it's like there is nothing on the other side of that berm. And, <laughs> you know, this time I just sailed right through it and didn't think anything of it. In fact, when we did it the other day, we were there. I remember after I went through it, I was like, oh, that's that berm I hated. Mm -hmm. and like essentially walked through basically last year which is so yeah. dangerous i can't even believe how i rode that trail last year um and yeah i did that trail a couple of times and then at the end i decided to do steel panther the bottom part of steel panther um right. i didn't do the top because i had like indecision moment and had blown past the which is good. The yeah. Which is good. Because I didn't know what it, the the top looks easy, and then when you were describing, like once you get a yeah. couple. Yeah, of the, the top is not. <laughs> the top is very far from easy. Yeah, but top I, is a lot of fun. Yeah, but it's, I it's haven't a done commitment. the top yet, but um, the bottom I absolutely loved. I went into it. There's some beautiful berms in there, and then all of a sudden the trail's like three feet wide, and it shrinks down to like a foot wide and it's like true single track and it's gnarly in places there's like you know a lot of chunk and yeah and i'm like oh this is great you know as you're like because you're flying you're like oh it's mm -hmm. wide and it has that mental like you know when you all of a sudden like everything closes and you're like whoa i'm going really fast mm -hmm. um yeah. 
so that was that was really cool and then there's also like you know there's gap jump in there there's a drop i took the drop i didn't even know it was there i realized when i was up on it i was like oh shit mm. like that's the beeline i'm not on the beeline what is this and i was like oh, it's like three feet i can do this which i feel i'm like damn i'm in a i'm in a pretty good i'm in a pretty good place to be able to um you know be at a point where i can like come up on a feature like that and just be like oh okay i'll just boop push my bike out and yeah. you yep. know that that i actually had a moment of like okay like this is pretty good you know it's a black trail i hadn't been on it before i came up on a feature and just rode through it without thinking about it even though i hadn't seen it before and i rode it just fine um yeah which is awesome yeah so it just speaks to like the progression and to be honest you know like i did all of this by myself would i have loved to have somebody there with me yeah of course like i love riding with friends and i think it's a blast but there's something to be said for you know doing it doing it on your own and being able to just go out there and like have a good time you know and i went into it the mental space that I was in was one of the best spaces that I've been in while doing downhill this season because I literally just went to have fun. I wasn't worried about what other people would think. I wasn't right. nervous about being pushed to do something I didn't feel ready for. I only did what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And I ended up doing something that I hadn't done before that I pushed myself to do and it felt totally comfortable. So I'm hoping I can harness some of that approach for the race next weekend, which I can't believe it's no, it's not. Well, yeah, this weekend and next weekend. So it is, I can say next weekend. That's accurate. Yep. That's yeah. crazy. It's ten, 10 days away. I think the yeah. US, uh, open, um, Instagram was saying. Yeah. 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 Whatever yeah. the, the technically I think registration opens Wednesday evening or something like that. Um, We'll probably go over on Thursday would be my guess. Yeah, I don't think there's um, anything Wednesday. I haven't looked at the schedule. Yeah, I have the whole you, schedule. You I like bookmarked it. it and wrote down all the things. Yeah. And I'm like being that type A logistical mm -hmm. person. But yeah, like that mindset felt so awesome. And I know we've talked so much about the mental stuff. And for being a person that gets really hung up on all that anxiety of a bike park. And you've mentioned that too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It just felt so great. And I think once you do it by yourself, and I'm I'm totally gonna need to do it by myself, you know, again and again, but when you do that, it allows you to like be in a different headspace. It allows you to mm -hmm. just enjoy it for the sake of what you're doing, you know, to have fun in it, not to like get wrapped up in the, you know, what you should do or what other people think. And yeah, so I just like I said, I did my thing i rode the chairlift i had a good time you know of course i had small talk with people in line but like yeah it was just it was very low-key fun um and you know i just want to i think for anybody who's thinking of like oh my god i could never do that you know you totally can you can totally just go to the bike park whether you know you have a ton of experience or not when you go by yourself the best thing is you're the only one making expectations so <laughs> yeah i yeah. think i think that was that was really great so um i also was just super happy that i went because i don't know what else i would have done i probably could have gone for like a trail ride or something but i 
I had way more fun, I think, you know, being at the being at the bike park. And I love how you're always like, I don't know what else I would have done. And it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> you fill up your time regardless. Like, uh, you I figured do. Something <laughs> out you you like, give me like an hour or two and I'm figuring out like, okay, am I going to like, what am I going to do and where can I take my bike? And yeah. That is like literally what I, if I'm not working <laughs> and I'm not like parenting or sleeping, that, that is what I want to figure out how to do. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was, what else have we been up to since? Um, well, we're going to take a real quick break because I've got to run out to the garage and get some oh, brake pads. Okay. I don't have any pads in that box. <laughs> That's what you were rooting around for. <laughs> I'm yep. wondering what, he's tinkering around like an old man and I was like, what is he doing? And he's silently for working pads. for brake pads. Okay, so we can we can pause. We'll be right back after mm. this message. Of course, we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> so it'll so probably be five spons- seconds. Sponsorship of- open. For anyone who needs Ta-da. to sponsor things. <laughs> and we're back. All right. Hopefully that's uh, no. seamless for everyone. I feel um, like we missed out an opportunity for any sort of like intro music or any. Do we do that again? No. We've already started talking. Yeah. So like, forget it. I, c- okay. I could push one of these buttons. No, these please buttons don't. Too. We don't have any good things on those buttons. <laughs> you are more than welcome to go find some <sighs> new music. I can program anything. Anytime I complain, I don't like something. You just try to give me work to do. <laughs> 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 and I'm not about that. <laughs> Not at all. I usually try to set you up with the opportunity to be a fixer. Yeah. You're really good at nah. that. Yes, you are. Nah. You're literally fixing my bike right now. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want some different music, like I'm fine with it. So, oh, okay. and Charlie I likes g- it. So, oh I my mean, God. why would we change We're it? We're all about impressing Charlie. Of course. <laughs> Shout out to New- you, Charlie. New York Charlie. I mean, why wouldn't we uh, play music that he likes? That's, that's fair. I, I question his taste. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... So anyways... Um, where were you, uh, sort of, where were you while I was sort of? at where the bike I park? Sort of? No, while I was at the bike park by myself, where were you coming back from and what did you oh, do? Yeah. Where was I coming back from? Yeah, I was going to say, when you were at the bike park, I was sick on a plane. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the weekend before, Labor Day weekend, uh, while I was doing some parenting things i managed to get myself into the copper harbor trails festival enduro race did, what, did you do the advanced category the expert or whatever it was yeah, experts I, the yeah. full full course yeah because um, i remember you saying i don't want to do that much yeah 3200 vert uh over 20 23 miles yeah. i think is what i ended up clocking it was a lot you know we in the past it's been a five stage enduro and this year it was six we still we still recording all right um <laughs> so it it was definitely a lot it was also very hot but yeah this was the 30th year anniversary oh. um i've been there for most of them um you would have been like six at the first one i said most of them not all of them when did you first start going even to be at half of 2006 them. okay so ever since I uh, started going to Michigan Tech, I've been up for Trails Fest because I've worked medical okay. for it before I started racing. Okay. Um, I was just they, trying they to of do, course have I was an trying to do the math either, to keep you accountable. Okay. So slightly more than half. Which is most. <sighs> which is a majority. I guess statistically speaking, I can't say you're entirely wrong, but it is misleading. <laughs> it is misleading. All right. So I've been there for a bunch of them. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> That's fine. Does that meet your uh, 
parameters. That, that meets my expectations. Thank you. And it does look like I've replaced your pads in the rear already. Before, you did. So. Yeah. Um, I, uh, he's he's that. interrupting his story by by making his own statements about my bike. Sorry, guys. Yep. The uh, the pads are now replaced. I'm good to go. Awesome. That was really quick. I'm do an adjustment, but we'll we'll have to see it. Okay. So about Copper Harbor. So Copper Harbor. Um, yeah, managed to get, got on the wait list, um, managed to get in. I probably could have harassed my way in anyways, but, um, anyways, did the race. It was hot. It was very hot. Yeah. It was, uh, in the eighties, which is rare for Copper Harbor. Um, yeah. Cause it was like 90 here. So I remember yeah. it, was, it was humid. Yeah. It was humid. The weather was really bad everywhere above like. 38 degrees latitude <laughs> right yeah yeah so um it was really cool it was um a mix of some of the old trails and some of the new stuff out on east bluff so we got to do overflow with the main features removed for the enduro which is good because i haven't hit either the gap or man pants in a number of years and it would have been sketchy to hit in a race run <laughs> without any practice on yeah. it yeah um, but I would have, um, so we did overflow East whoopity, which we didn't touch red trail. We, none of, none of the stuff we actually rode. There's a light bulb like shining in my face. And if you move like an inch this way, it won't be shining in my face and I can so, actually, so you want me you. to be uncomfortable. So that you can... <sighs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I I'm hoping you can find a way to be comfortable. And I can actually look at you and have a conversation, but if we can't compromise, then I'll just stare over here <laughs> and not look at you. I don't stare, stare at you down the hallway. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying so we can have like face to face mm. communication. This is why it's better when we record in the truck, because then I don't have to look at him because he's driving. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can look out the window. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now you're too far um, that way. You gotta oh like. My gosh. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Am I perfectly Sorry. centered? Like, yeah, give don't me some move. direction here. Don't move. You don't stay move. right, right there. No moving. No moving allowed. Just All right. <laughs> <laughs> you should go back to working on your bikes. Uh, yeah, you were over there. I could see you easier. <laughs> now you're like sitting up on the arm of the couch. Oh my God. Um. So, yeah. So, let's see. Red Trail. Then we went out to East Whoopity. Not East Whoopity. East Bluff. Did Citrus Tech. Um, whipsaw and then the new loam ranger which was a lot of fun that was very vermonti-esque it was very mm. loamy which is pretty rare for for up in that area um but so it, it was a lot of fun i managed to on saturday pre-ride the citrus tech and loam ranger uh over on east bluff i pedaled my butt up for Lone Ranger and then uh, came down and they were running the um, the shuttle service. They now have a shuttle service mm. out there, which is interesting to say the least. Um, I think I sent sent you some pictures. Yeah. It's a, like an old military uh, truck, which is kind of yeah. cool, but um, they're using velocity racks uh, rigged up to the trailer. What which are is, velocity racks? Uh, kind of like my North Shore. Uh, the rack that Pete and Jake have. Well, Pete I don't know has. what they have. If you remember that. Nope. No. Okay. It's 0%. got the, the red trays. So the wheel sits in the tray and it's kind of at an angle 
like vertical and also it it's would a vertical be, rack yeah, yeah i'm also trying to ask for the people that are like potentially listening and you doing arm angles is yeah not but the helpful. people listening can just go to google and type in I velocity wouldn't go to rack google. <laughs> i would not go to google if if you would go to google i want to know and don't just tell me <laughs> jesse if you're listening to this you'll be the one that tells me you would go to google but if there's any nobody else would go to go to google unless it was to spite me and <laughs> so well, now you've set that up. Now no one can comment and <laughs> no, say they'd nope, go to Google because they'd be like, it's how I win. Oh, it's just, it's just how I win. Right. That's what yeah. <laughs> so anyways, Google it if you don't know what it looks like. Uh, but it's a vertical rack, kind of like a North Shore, but okay. the, the tire sits in a tray, but the tray is at an angle. It's okay. not straight up and down. So That doesn't sound very um, secure. <clears throat> they have straps to secure it. Okay. Uh, but... Yeah, they did lose one bike. Oh, that's uh, terrifying. Earlier, earlier in the day. <laughs> they um, lost a bike? Yeah, he didn't. No. I guess he didn't strap in Are you the, serious? Uh, the top strap. Yeah. So, so who's who's out. responsible for that? Who d- who straps it in? The dude that does the shuttle? No, you strap in. Oh, oh so you, you lose your own bike in the road. It's your fault. I don't know. I am not not going to comment on the legalities <laughs> or the, uh, as a risk what, what manager i kind of want to i kind of want to know this what <laughs> the details who's liable what I is don't, it? i don't i, I don't so, have answers i would be you. so pissed i can't uh-huh. believe you didn't tell me this before i'm glad because this is my genuine reaction of horror <laughs> that is like my worst nightmare you know how many times on my rack alone that i like double check and triple check that my bike is still back yeah there? and yet you come home and did i tell and you about like that super loose i'm like oh my gosh did i tell you about the time car. i t- okay i might i might not have told you this story and this is i'm totally i'm totally interrupting your uh your copper harbor story but um that's fine i don't know if i told you this but one time i was driving somewhere i wanted to go for a ride with my bike i had just taken my winter tires off so I stole the tires in the back of my car and I had the bike on the back and it was my downhill bike, I think. I, maybe? No, it wasn't my tires. I had a bunch of other shit in the back of my car. I think it was Flow State. It was Flow State. And you were away, so I probably didn't tell you this story. <laughs> so I had Boy, a bunch of- It was of- a new Sentinel <laughs> at that point too then. Yup, it was. Brand new. Uh-huh. So I had a bunch of shit in the back of my car and the way that um, everything was in the back of the car, I couldn't see the bikes, you know, through the back window. And the way my rack is, I oh, was can't- it, Was it the Sunday when you were thinking about maybe going uh-huh. to Carrington? So you had both bikes? I on? had both bikes. I had a bunch yeah. of stuff in the back of the car because I had helped out with the tent. And um, I couldn't see both bikes on the back of the car. And I didn't remember if I strapped them in because I put them on earlier, got distracted, did some things. And so I'm turning onto the paved road and I look in the rearview mirror and I can't see my bike. And then I look in the side mirrors and I can't see my bike, but I can see the edge of the rack, just the very edge of the the arm of the rack that secures it. But I see no tires and I <laughs> lost it. And I, I was like two miles from home. So I turn around in town and come back and I fully expect to see my bike laying in the road like the whole way I'm like it's in the road I know it's in the road I'm like almost crying because I'm like how am I gonna explain I didn't strap my bike down and then I get all the way back to the house I hadn't seen it hadn't seen I'm like oh my god good it must have fallen out like in the garage as I was pulling my car out and then I pull into the driveway and I look in the garage and I don't see my bike and I'm like where is my bike and then I'm like that thing might still be on the back of my car so I actually parked the car, get out and look and the actual tires and 
frame of everything of the bike was hidden exactly where I couldn't see it in my mirrors <laughs> or my back window. And I had almost that moment where you like cry because you're so happy that like, but I also felt like a complete idiot. And then I went and like actually strapped in, you know, the extra tire straps yeah, that time. The, and like, the extra, the, the tire the straps extra. that are <laughs> supposed to be there. What are you talking about? They're optional. But I like yeah, to live on the They're edge. optional if you don't want to have the rat company be liable. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, not to take away from what you just told me about the, that is just, that, that blows my mind. That would have been my own doing. But I can't imagine like if I loaded my bike up onto a shuttle and it just like rolled into rolled off onto the road Popped off. oh my so, god i mean if if uh if you're familiar with the area at all it's not a paved road like it's a rough road okay so you so, should describe so i don't know where this is i thought it was on the paved road in copper harbor which no this is east bluff so this is out mandan road remember how we went to road remember is? how we went to <laughs> high rock point okay and we passed the sign that says rough road yes so a little bit past the sign that says rough road East Bluff is on the right, and there's an access road out there that gets to the top of East oh. Bluff, and so it's still like a two-track. Like, okay. I mean, it's, so it's this a is like road. you go to Copper Harbor, you go past Copper Harbor to the yeah. very end of the Keweenaw Peninsula, essentially. You're not going to the. It's it's past end, where 41 ends, but yeah, and it becomes Mandan Road, and it's not I didn't out know to that High was Rock. The name that's kind of a funny yeah. name. Yeah, it's Mandan, and it circles all the way back around. Through the tip of the QAnon comes back to 41. Um, gotcha. But but anyways, so it's it's a few miles or it's a, I don't know, maybe a mile out on mm. Mandan. Um, and it they have their own, you know, dirt yeah. access road. It's just it's just like an old logging road or something. I don't know. It pre yeah. predated when when they bought the property because this is all rock solid property, rock solid trail contracting. So it's their property. Gotcha. Um, so it's still a primitive road. This is why they have like the military vehicle. You know, yeah. you've got the tires as big as I am. It's no no problem for it to scoot up there. But the trailer that they built, they use four of these velocity racks on sideways. So a velocity rack, when you put it on your car, it's like the North Shore, yeah. right? It's straight off the back. Well, they made mounts to where they go sideways to fit. Uh, let's see, they're probably six. Oh, so I imagine six bike the, racks, the bump and the angle of side. the road is like different. Yeah. So instead of it being directly behind the car, it's to the side. And so what ends up happening is you translate those bumps more through through the tires, mm. how how it sits on the rack. Plus, it's a rougher road. So yeah. it's really not what the velocity rack is designed for. Um, I think I don't know how long that trailer setup will last. Um, they, they apparently have already broken through racks. I heard through the, not racks, but the trays, the individual uh -huh. trays. So there's six trays Still. per rack. So they've apparently already broken three. I don't know. That's hearsay. That's what I've heard through the wow. grapevine. I didn't talk to the rock solid guys or anything like that. Sounds like a that. very interesting shuttle experience. It's a very interesting shuttle experience. They'll refine it. I'm sure they'll get it yeah. nailed down over time. I mean, it's awesome that there's op options for that. Well, um, and, and that's what I want to talk to. And maybe I'll shoot shoot him a message um, and try and recommend connecting with Sean at Winrock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to see if they can get a uh, trailer built by Sean, um, yeah. you know, so the Winrock style trailers. But then you got to get probably a with some suspension. To Michigan, that's not hard to do. <laughs> I don't know. Tennessee is far from Michigan. <laughs> the the Keweenaw is 
the you just farthest put it behind a vehicle and drive oh it up God. there. But I mean, you got to go to Michigan. Not that big of a deal. Um, but you know, he he probably could engineer them something. Yeah. Uh, that style of a trailer, I think, would fare better. Granted, you'd probably still want to put some kind of suspension on it because it yeah. is a rougher road or some larger tires or something. But uh, I feel like that would be a good pairing to have yeah. um, to get something done from from Sean, just simply because he's already making them. Mm. Uh, Rock Solid has all the capability in the world to make you know the same type of a trailer. Um, they have all the metal fabbing stuff that, yeah. that you could dream of. You know, anyone who's ridden down in Bentonville sees the the metal work that they do. So they yeah. they have more than enough capability to do one, but Sean's already making them. So yeah. it seems like a, a really good fit to get one pretty easily. But So how'd you do at the Enduro? How, how'd you do at the race? So I didn't do very well at the race. Oh, um, you actually never told me how you did yeah, it until no, now. We, we, didn't, we, didn't, we <laughs> haven't actually talked about it. Uh, I asked you like multiple times within like you, you got Yes. No, I don't remember you asking. That's not very nice. I totally well, asked I, you. <laughs> sorry. I don't remember you asking. Um, so I, I kept like it rubber side down, which is, which is nice. Um, but I, I also didn't like, I didn't have any pads or anything with me. I, mm. I wasn't on the wait list at the time that I flew out. So like, and I was kind of yeah. trying to conserve how much I was packing. Um, cause I knew I had to bring, I had the bike bag to check, uh, and the rest of the stuff I needed to carry on. Um, so I was packing, packing a little bit light. So there was a little bit of hesitancy with, with some of that mm. because it's like, I don't even have knee pads on. Like, yeah. If I go down, yeah. I'm going to be hurting. Um, so let's see, I ended up doing 80 out of 120. That's not bad. Which typically I'm more in the 60 range. That's um, not, that's there. still not that bad. That's like, <laughs> so it's, that's like a, what, 15% difference or something like that. That's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's also not that good, but I don't ride those trails all the time. Like that's what like I'm I saying. Used well. like I used to be on the hot the upper echelon. My my target when when I haven't been living there has been kind of mid mid pack. Yeah, so. that's still mid pack. You're not. You're no, that's below. Uh, mid is sixty. It's like out twenty of places. Yeah, but you have like you know twenty on either side to still be in the mid pack. You're kind of like on the edge of the yeah. I don't know if I would go twenty on either lower side. Lower quartile. I mean, that's, that's like. Let's see, that's forty out of one twenty is is pretty pretty good. <laughs> okay, that's a third. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't ask me to math right now. But it was it was fun. I was definitely burnt out. Uh, the the yeah. heat was was a killer. Yeah. If it wasn't for the heat, I would have been fine. Um, even the next day, like my legs weren't that taxed. But it was definitely the the heat was yeah was was rough. Um, in the uh think the last lap the last two laps we climbed the road typically we would go climb the trail out at east bluff because it's yeah. in the trees and stuff like that um but we were a little concerned about time we were mm -hmm. s somewhat the the official unofficial sweeps for the race um adam had talked to us about um if we were if we st stuck around in the back to as he knows that we do um to be the unofficial sweeps so <laughs> Um, so we, we knew that we were, uh, pushing, pushing time. Um, but we still got up. I think we would have, we would have had enough time. We, um, we got up to the top of the last one. There were still a few people in line, so it wasn't, wasn't a big deal. We, we probably could have climbed up in the, the woods and been a little bit more comfortable, but the, the, the heat was brutal. It was definitely yeah. rough. Uh, there was, there were two really awesome spots 
there's when you're transferring from Copper Harbor out to um, East Bluff, you pass by the campground, the Fort Wilkes campground, and mm-hmm. there's one stretch of maybe three quarters of a mile that's right up against the um, uh, the harbor. Mm-hmm. And so there's like three trees between you and the water. And so once you hit that stretch, like there's a cool breeze coming oh, off the lake. Yeah, yeah. It felt so good. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> so the water is like 55 degrees or something like yeah. that. So yeah. Yeah. Water temperature was still pretty cold. Uh, so that felt so good. Um, and then on Citrus Tech, I think it's on Citrus Tech. Um, there's one spot that you're coming down and you come into this right hand corner but it opens up so as you're coming into it you have this little bit of a straight section and you just have this beautiful view of the lake yeah um in the some of the hillside feeding into like the harbor and the the lake Mm. and because there's no obstructions there at all you get a cool breeze right there too so that that was really nice nice those are kind of the two really nice spots of the the trails yeah especially when it's that hot yeah that's (laughs) awesome but yeah, I definitely wanted to like stop in the middle of Citrus Tech and just like take in the, the nice cool breeze. <laughs> Figured I should probably get to the bottom of it and get a time on the stage. Yeah, that's important. But still, that yeah. sounds like it's uh, you. I think you did pretty good. I mean, 80. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a. Uh, um, it's also like the the trails fest is kind of tough because it is open. Uh, yeah, so you have. <sighs> You have categories for I think it's fifty plus, and that's it. So yeah, fifty plus youth or everyone else. Um, so that's a pretty wide. Do they open have field. women and men? Yeah, they have women and men. Gotcha. Um, and in in the women's and in the men's, yeah, they have like the youth break and then the fifty plus. But the fifty, it, it's it's actually really difficult and kind of annoying because the all everything is grouped together. So if you want to look at your stage results. Mm-hmm. It's against everyone. Uh. So it's really difficult to see like, uh, so I got 80 out of 120 in the men's open, which also includes the men's 50 plus. It's yeah. Kinda, or no, the 80 doesn't. But then if you look at your actual individual results, it includes everyone. So like I was like 101, 102, like that kind of stuff on the individual mm-hmm. tracks, the individual stages. So it's kind of tough because you can't really correlate that with your overall result because it includes more categories than the category you're racing. That's confusing. So, yeah, it's really confusing. It's kind of a bummer because you can't really look at too well how you compare on individual stages other than as a conglomerate. So, like, I can see that, like, I think my best stage result was Red Trail, which makes sense because I love that trail. I've ridden that trail many times. Um, And then... But you can't, like, if you're racing with friends, you can drop down and see their their yeah. individuals as well, which is kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of a bummer to to try and figure out, like, okay, well, wh- how was I doing on the individual yeah. stage um, level? So that's kind of interesting. But it's always fun looking back at that kind of stuff and, like, seeing seeing where, where you ended up on each of the individual stages. Yeah. Let's see. And then... Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of it. That was a lot of fun. We went and jumped in the water afterwards. Um, 
which felt really good after a uh, yeah was the race on day. Saturday or Sunday I couldn't remember Sunday oh okay the downhill was on gotcha Saturday yeah because yeah. Saturday Saturday was when I was at Thunderstruck yes yes yep yeah oh. so that's a good time to transition into yeah. <laughs> Thunderstruck yes there so was a lot that went on these the I know there's a, we did a we did a lot of stuff um it was a busy last couple of weeks so. Yeah, um, I was so stoked. I, I saw on Instagram, um, you know, I knew KJ was putting on Thunderstruck and I wasn't sure that I was going to go or be able to go. Um, it was um, my oldest daughter's birthday at the beginning of the week. And, you know, we uh, initially had other plans and I saw that they were raffling off um, tickets to go to Thunderstruck and they were and they were like comment with who you would bring and you know all that stuff and I was like man I would really love to bring my daughter because you know she's really getting into mountain biking and she likes it and we've you know done downhill a few times and I would love for her to be able to see like women um do some really rad stuff you know do one of the best jump lines on the east coast and um thunder is just such a cool park like i've only been there once and like fell in love with it even though you know it's it's an hour and a half away so it's a little bit of a drive but i absolutely love it there and um you know i hadn't taken her there and i'm like she would totally be able to ride you know some of these trails and um so anyway commented didn't think anything of it and then like the next day like my instagram blew up i saw that i won <laughs> and i was like what like whoa 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 so like you know all of a sudden like all of our other plans like came to a halt and i was like we're going we're going to thunderstruck we figured it out like um you know and so her and I got to go down there and included two passes to the park for the day so we could ride. Um, we each got a shirt, which I love the shirt. It's so cool. Um, and she got a little piece of artwork made by KJ. And we got to go hang out like at the, um, you know, at the event and watch it happen. And we got mm -hmm. to talk to everybody that was there. So, you know, of course, I got to meet KJ. And gosh, I'm trying to think of who everybody, you know, was who who was there you know we we talked to so many people i know emily really loved emma um oh, oh gosh i can't say her last name she's uh Olflusen? i i can't i'm like <laughs> she's she's the mermaider on instagram um i can't i can't think of uh how to say her last name and then the, you know there was uh you know i, I t of course talked to claire and kj and i talked to tanya and um uh, a good bit who she is she is quite a quite a bit older i believe she's 52 um oh nice yeah and uh hitting fort hill which is amazing and she's like yeah i started biking like eight or nine years ago and i'm like oh my god i'm like you give me so much hope like you're my idol because you know i'm 38 and i'm on like year one and or well now like year two and um it, it's it's like oh you know it is possible. Like I'm not too old, you know? <laughs> um, so it was just really, it was really cool to see so many awesome women. And it wasn't just the women that were, you know, jumping Fort Hill. There were so many other awesome women there that were like videoing and photographing the event who mm -hmm. I talked to as well. Um, and I mean, so many connections, many of them, you know, we've 
talked to since or I've connected with on like social media and things like that, which has been awesome. Um, so yeah, we did laps for the morning when we got there. And then in the afternoon, we went to Fort Hill and they had a barbecue set up and a Red Bull tent and um, we hung out, we chatted, um, Emily signed some dude's shirt who was going around asking everybody for autograph. I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> no. Yeah. So there's some dude that had a bunch of like, I don't know, a pack of like eight Sharpies and he had a white tank top on Yeah. and he went up to everybody that was under the tent, you know, and said like, Hey, sign my shirt, sign my shirt, sign my shirt. And he goes up to Emily and he's like, are you jumping or are you doing this? And she's like, no, he's like, sign my <laughs> shirt anyway. And she's like, okay. So in the middle of his back is like this blue, you nice. know, 11 year old cursive Emily. Like, <laughs> it, it's so, th which is so awesome. It made her day. She was like, uh, whatever. She was like, okay. Um, nice. Yeah. And oh, so, so cool. she literally just like hung out under the tent and was like, drinking water while they're drinking red bull and right and yeah. a, or beer or whatever and and it was just like it was such a cool vibe such a great environment she absolutely loved it um the best part we did a couple of laps after we actually rode for another hour after um she she was flying i was really surprised so yeah. um she was going like my speeds on some of the trails and we did like all the blue trails except Gronk. I would not let her do Gronk. She, you know, was only on oh, my yeah. track and yeah. I was like, yeah, uh -uh. yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready for, for those that. unfamiliar. Gronk is a blue jump line and it's a bigger blue it's, jump. Line, yeah. It's, if that makes they're, sense. They're good sized jumps. No, yeah. Not so something that so we did Mousetrap, which is a little mm -hmm. blue jump line with a little bit of tech and some berms mixed in. Um, I don't think we did Mousetrap. No, we either. didn't. We kept missing it. It's very easy to miss. And actually, no, we didn't miss it. I missed it the first time here. Um, I don't think we could get to it because the trail was rerouted the last time we were at Thunder. So remember how it looked like they were doing trail work and there was this weird intersection and it got really techy and then we had to pedal up and out. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is uh, yeah, where where no they pushed, longer pushed out. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it's a berm that goes around. I think you can still go up and over the berm. Yeah, because you can go cat and mouse. Right, but cat and mouse continues, and it's yes, awesome. Right, right. There's yeah. no pedaling out anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, it was really nice. Uh, yeah, so on cat and mouse, she was literally going the same speeds that I go, mm -hmm. which is insane because she's 11 and she's gone how many times to well, the downhill park? Oh, she's 12 now. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> but she's been in the downhill park like four days. I think this was her fourth day. Maybe she's what Creek. Well, but she's been doing the uh, Killington. She did the bike. Uh, shout the out bike to class. the wheelhouse with the bike yeah. class that she went to every Wednesday in August. Oh my God. Did she love that class? Um, that was really cool to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Side note, the wheelhouse. I know we've talked about it before. That's where I got my Sentinel. They are like, amazing amazing people we uh have gone through them for like all of our bike stuff but they work with the claremont parks claremont new hampshire parks and rec to do a program in the summer for kids mm -hmm. to do um kind of like group rides with based on your skill level for kids from like ages eight to i don't know if there's an up limit 16 and there's a bunch of adults and parents that that um 
take part in it and yeah there's really no upper age limit because once you're old enough then they're just gonna ask you to help out yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's fair and so they um all broke off into groups and emily like latched right onto it she really was like she had a lot of fun with it yeah she really really yeah she really loved it you know she kept calling it my bike class my bike class and um so we had five amazing wednesdays of wonderful weather which is insane the summer we've hardly had nice weather at all that's a good point every wednesday it was beautiful um sprinkled a little bit the very last one but that was it and um yeah and even brought my youngest who's six um did the same trails and she got to join in the ride on the last day so cool yeah yeah she she actually even through doing this class i just kind of went with her independently um she's gotten so much more confident with riding mm-hmm. but um yeah. but yeah anyway doing downhill with emily like you know she did the chairlift thing we rode the chairlift she got to see other women and um you know we rode like she did trillium which is not an easy blue trail she did harold's yeah. bend um another really technical mm-hmm. blue trail um and granted she walked a couple of spots which totally fine but there were spots that she went down like the bottom part of trillium that i have a hard time carrying speed on and do you remember the spot where like i would always go left and like it's a bomb hole and like a uh oh you know she went right be like you need to go right yeah and she went right and i'm like oh yeah this is a spot where i gotta go right and she like carried her speed right through it i'm like damn it was actually exceedingly helpful for me to follow her because she was going pretty much my speed and i was able to really pick my lines because either Mm. she would choose a terrible one which now i see why you don't mind following me because like she would choose a terrible one i'd be like i'm gonna choose this one (laughs) you know because like i think i think you and i might have slightly (laughs) different levels (laughs) on on the the line choice in picking oh that's fair i thought you were going to comment on different reasons for why you want to follow me (laughs) (laughs) i was not going to comment on that we We don't need to get into that uh, but anyway so i i i had a blast I had a blast following her and just being there for the day. And then we hung out at the end and then um, watched the raffle and all the things. And I just really had an amazing time. It was a super awesome event put on by KJ. Um, It didn't feel like there was any like gatekeeping or, you know, like you could just everybody could just intermingle and high five and talk to all the right. all the women it yeah, wasn't all the like riders. yeah it wasn't like there was you know the separate spectator area or it was truly a community type event too which was very inspiring you know to be able to to be a part of that so i think that's something i really want to try and make a regular like i want to go to next year and, <laughs> and that sort of thing so i, I guess th- you'll have to fill out that instagram uh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's fair next year i'll just I'll, next year i'll just yeah. go because like you know next you're gonna have to buy tickets i'm gonna have to buy tickets yeah. that's totally yeah. worth it we've talked about where we're gonna get season passes and everything anyway next year and uh thunder is definitely on the list we're talking about you know what what would be a, a good investment for time and and park riding so um yeah if we have season passes that'll be a lot easier <laughs> and cost <Yeah>. effective <laughs> um yeah so that was that was amazing that was so much fun and you know again shout out to kj and thunderstruck and thunder mountain um for hosting that event putting it on putting all the work into it inviting us to come and just making it an awesome day because that was so much fun yeah 
So, yeah, yeah that was, uh, gosh, I can't even think of what else we've done. I think that's pretty much it because I did take a week, a solid 10 days off of riding with my shoulder. So I can do front wheel lifts now again. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. was that was really hurting your that shoulder. That was not happening. No. No, but I can we, I can do that again. We yeah. rode someplace and that we rode at Killington since you hurt your shoulder. Uh huh. We did. I took the transition there. I took the sentinel there. And we and did that. Bike. And we did we did a little bit on goat skull after on the downhill bike, but it was mostly like I'd played it. I loved bringing the sentinel to snow shed. Yeah, the, that the bike Jersey is built crew was, for snow was up there. Yeah, we, we well, some of them. them. A bit, yeah, that's that's true. A big yeah. conglomerate of them. There, yeah. there is a lot of them, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that's right. We we tagged in very briefly Saturday with them as we were riding with the girls. Yep. And then uh, Sunday we rode a little bit more. Yeah. We didn't ride so much with, because uh, most of the crew had taken off. Yeah, but. that was the unfortunate thing that uh, I don't think we knew that sunday it was gonna be not a crew day ride so yeah. yeah we we opted for like oh we'll just see you tomorrow and then all of a sudden we realized we're like oh wait no we won't yeah <laughs> i think some of them got pretty beat up from like was it three days I think yeah they, they were they came up like thursday friday saturday yeah and then so so they were by already... sunday they were like all right they, you know they're sleeping in tents in the parking lot like it's fun yeah. for a while but i yeah i totally get it <laughs> Just mostly beat up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three, three days of downhill is a lot of downhill. Yeah, I'm mostly worried about sleeping. That's yeah, that's I know, a priority yeah. for me. Like, so. oh, sleeping in the tent. It's like, yeah, I don't think they care. I, about I, that. I, mm-hmm. It's more of the you wake up that last day and like you can hardly move your hands. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. It'll be interesting to see how, you know, speaking of that, this weekend was the first time I had the issue with my hands at Killington. Oh, yeah. You had some arm arm pump. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't my arm. It was truly I was getting cramps in my fingers. Yeah. Like, you still kind of lump that in with arm pump. Um, it's yeah. the same kind of thing that that leads to that. Yeah. So. My, my forearms felt completely fine, but I had to actually like release my hands off mm-hmm. the bars and like stretch them yeah. um because maybe a little bit tight of a grip maybe maybe i yeah i <laughs> you think <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely there was it was so bumpy um just some of the some of the trails are are rough it, you know mm-hmm. it's later in the season there's been a ton of rain and yeah so much you know tons of traffic on the trails and it, they get beat up and you know i i am so glad i have a downhill bike not my trail bike uh-huh um 200 mil of travel uh-huh. helps that, a lot that helps a lot it would be i would not be enjoying sideshow bob if if i had yeah. my my track my old track my fuel on fuel. The, yeah but yeah so next we have the open the u.s open is coming up yeah i don't know what we're doing this weekend maybe there's a hurricane coming to new england or not we don't yeah, know yeah so we may or may not be riding we don't yeah. know if there's not a hurricane <laughs> we'll probably go ride somewhere yeah, if there's a hurricane we probably won't be riding. yeah <laughs> but um get, get the trainer finished being yeah. set up down here in the basement yeah <laughs> but uh yeah the big thing we're really like we have done no actual preparedness yet for the open, but I'm mentally ah. trying to wrap my head around. You replaced my brake pads. That would yeah. be preparedness. preparedness. We did that during the, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my bike needs some things, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that's good. Um, 
but we have to we have to get like we're gonna haul the camper over and do all the things and yeah i'm so stoked though we're gonna see so many people um yeah there's people that i haven't like really met that i know like only on instagram that i've connected with and i know they're gonna be there and Mm -hmm. and um one of them i was chatting with last night and you know we're gonna try to practice together we're both in the amateur category and you know so i'm really trying to mentally put this in the friend fun zone if that i know i'm not as you should as we've talked about many times this is your first race this is about getting the experience (laughs) it's about learning what it what it's all about yeah how how it works and what it feels like to drop in into a race run with the beeps and oh my god uh people on the sidelines that's what i'm nervous about i really it'll be interesting we probably won't record until after the u.s open so that'll probably be like the entirety of the episode that whole experience but (laughs) um quite possibly i i'm really and i'll try to remember to talk about it i'm really that's the part i'm nervous about is how it feels with all the people and the noise and the cowbells and the shouting and the expectations, you know, like, is that going to make me like lose my mind and like uh, forget what I'm doing and like kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, wreck or do something stupid. And it might, and they'll probably, who knows, but and you gotta be okay with that. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to, yeah, you do sometimes (laughs) do something stupid when Uh there's, when there's people watching or stuff going on yeah, but I'm glad I know we'll get lots of practice. Um, my boss is super yeah. awesome and um, it's going to, you know, I'm going to take some time off work to, of course, be able to facilitate practice. He said uh, him and his whole and his wife and kids may come up for the day of the race. I said, do not say hi to me until after the race. Oh, if come you're there. on. No. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot know if anybody comes. I cannot know you're there. Well, I'll be there. Cannot. Yeah, I can't help that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah i just trying to wrap my head around the you know i don't i don't want there to be any expectations Mm -hmm. i really just want to go into it having fun and i'm trying to frame myself of like you know just because you race doesn't mean you're like trying to be pro but it's about having fun in a competitive way but like not being too serious with it and and that's a lot for me to say coming from the person that like loves strava trophies so right i'm i'm really working hard on that um and i think this past weekend going to killington by myself was a good a really good step in that direction Mm -hmm. so i'll try to channel some of that next weekend yeah no it should it should be a lot of fun we've got a lot of a lot of people that we know that'll be there i've got some friends from michigan um that you've met when we were over in Mm -hmm. michigan that that should be out hopefully they they make it um yeah as part of their trip and we have friends from georgia we have friends, friends from, from georgia Jersey, yeah, from York, the downhill southeast crew um the out live crew out live crew coming over yep from pittsburgh yep um yeah you got like the whole new york crew yeah you got alex and i i still haven't i just assume eric will be there eric will I, probably I'd be, be there. really surprised if eric wasn't there but i yeah. should probably shoot him a message and, yeah. and confirm but yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure i i always just assume that he's gonna be there so yeah probably double check but and, and we'll be camping up in the the lot towards k1 Vale lots the yeah Vale lots because the uh the the ram's head lot is now paid yeah we're uh, cheap camping which which <laughs> i thought was crazy because there's there's no yeah. electricity or anything like that so yeah I guess it's just quote, you pay unquote, to be close primo 
uh, camping. I'd I rather the camp van, in the lot van lot is nice. Yeah. You get to take Sideshow Bob over, whatever. Yeah. Or like it's not mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. And um, there's a nicer view. You're like out of the way. Yeah. Like I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I th- I'm I'm stoked for it. I'm stoked for the whole experience. I'm stoked to watch the whip off. You know, I I know um, Claire will be there. Um, my my friend Alex, who I just met, will be there. Tanya will be there. The woman from Thunderstruck mm-hmm. that I met, like there. I, I imagine KJ will be there. KJ, too. I I she was there last year. Yeah, I actually didn't talk to KJ about the open. Um, I'm pretty sure she'll I'm be sure there. She'll probably be there yeah. and. Dylan and Derek and who yeah. knows who else yeah. there'll be a lot of <laughs> names upon names yeah yeah Dak will be there uh, probably Sloughing off as usual <laughs> but um <laughs> well he's got to redeem himself after the after the crash, after the crash. He, oh my he gosh. likes to crash yeah. I still he I does that a lot I would have never called it Leger I'm that American <laughs> that was like let's get <laughs> That's God, nice. don't take me to Europe. I'll be like that annoying American. I wonder if Gwyn's going to be back. I don't know. I don't know if he will or not. I don't think so. I know he was out for Leger, but... Um, I'm thinking... I'm, open isn't... Um, I think make, make he said enough. he was going to be back later in the season. I wonder if it'll be Snowshoe. Yeah. I wonder I if know. it'll be Snowshoe. It'd be cool to see him out at uh, US Open. I don't yeah, know if he, he didn't come he last year. Uh no, last year Nico Dak Ace. Uh, who else? Ace I I think there. last year he was full on injured during the USO. Damn poor poor Aaron. That's he he's had a couple <laughs> couple a of rough years. Um, yeah. actually I guess guess a few. He's had some pretty unfortunate. Like one one year, oh, it was so so unfortunate. Like he took a crash and like broke his thumb. Like just, oh, that sucks. Just I can't like, relate to like an annoying thumb injury. Yeah, yeah. Not well, at the World was, Cup was level. I those. can't relate to that at all. But <laughs> right, but <laughs> yeah. but it's the same kind of thing. It was one of those where it was like not that big of a crash. Yeah. Or anything like that. But it's just like you get the unfortunate draw of the cards. Yeah. Um, and he had had a pretty realistically speaking a pretty bad injury. Like I mean, you can't do a whole lot with a broken yeah. thumb or whatever it was. Yeah. So, so I like those those kinds of things. He's had some some unfortunate outcomes from some crashes recently which which is just kind of how racing goes sometimes you crash and you're fine and you can have some major blow-ups and be walk away from it totally fine and then other times you know you have a silly little off and like actually hurt yourself so yeah well there will be a lot of people there and i'm really stoked so last year um last year you came out and watched i watched and i knew like zero people right you you. i introduced you to um like 12 people and i'm like i'm not gonna remember well specifically um eric alex brad kim kim because you went you walked up and and i walked around yeah 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 i know i just watched last year and i was completely overwhelmed and this year i'm right i'm I'm in the race this year you're racing <laughs> don't ever say you won't do something. It's like uh-huh. when you look at Fort Hill and like I'm it's not what, gonna do that. That's what I always tell you. I always <sighs> told since we've met, you've been like, Oh, I'm never gonna do that. I'm like, never say mm-hmm. never. No. Here we are. Yeah. I will say later. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I'm just excited. I can't wait for the experience. I've been like hyping myself up about it, like since I said out loud I was gonna do it in the spring. And yeah. Now I'm like, it's like really here. Yeah. It's like it's yes. happening knocking on the door it yeah. is it's gonna be a lot of fun no yeah. matter what happens 
uh, it's always such a good community and it's always a blast. Yeah. That is one thing that I love and appreciate. You know, the community is amazing and you don't, you know, we're not really drinkers and we're definitely not partiers and it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Like, you know, we, we will have an amazing time. There's amazing people. You don't need to be into any sort of scene to participate. And if anything, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a very like, there's a lot of kids, there's a lot of families, mm-hmm. everybody knows everybody type of thing. Um, but if you do want to party, Clay knows how to throw one hell of a party. Yeah. So. <laughs> there will be that section <laughs> there, happening. There will be a massive There party. will be a massive party. And, you know, I, it will probably be something fun to see since we'll be right there. Like, who knows? But Yeah, the, uh, the first time I was at the USO when it was at Killington five, six years ago now, uh, they had a big, huge bonfire in the Bottom Vale lot. <laughs> it was like big, huge party. The yeah. Red Bull truck came up. So nice. They had a big bonfire, music going, like all of that kind yeah. of stuff in the Bottom Bottom Vale lot. You know, the by yeah. like the porta potties where you can't camp. Yeah. That lot. So we'll see. I don't know if they still do that or not, but yeah. Clay, Clay certainly knows. They had one in last year. I think it was in the Rams had parking lot. Oh, was it? Yeah, that I do remember. I'm pretty sure it was over there. They had a Red Bull tent and things set up on the far end of the ram's head parking lot yeah like during the day the red bull stuff is no it's after the whip off yeah that's yeah right in the evening on saturday night because i just remember thinking how the heck do you do that after like when you have to race in the morning (laughs) i can't wrap my head around that that makes me old i'm too old for any of that (laughs) i appreciate my sleep we're gonna go back to that and that's what i that's what I want. I want to. So most of those people aren't racing the next day. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> not, not at the competitive level. Yeah, that's There's plenty fair. of people that are, that are, but they're not like your, your yeah. pros aren't doing that. That's what I figured. They, I they be... do the after party after the race. <laughs> yes, that sounds good. I'm excited. I want to do party laps after the race to mm. celebrate. I'll... Hopefully it's not super hot this year. Hopefully it, it doesn't really rain. Hot. I don't give a shit about the temperature. I just don't want it to rain. Right the now, last year it rained, didn't it? That's it what poured. It, that's what so it I was. bought a lift ticket. Yeah. I paid. I was the dumb person that paid like $85 for a lift ticket. And yeah. then we were going to ride after and it poured. Like mm-hmm. literally as Dak was finishing, the skies opened up. I don't know if you remember that. Or like when they were yeah. doing the podium or whatever. It, yeah, it, it really poured. No, it was when we were walking down. Yeah, yeah. it was when we were walking it down. It poured. And I was like, well, I guess we aren't riding. <laughs> so, and I never rode. And then I wasted my 80 bucks, which really sucks. And I yeah. found out later, like if I had called them that day, I might have been able to like either get my money back or move it to a different day. So pro tip, if you don't ride at Killington, but you bought a ticket, call them that day. And try and get your money back. Don't wait until after. Yeah, at least try and get it moved to another day. Yeah. 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 But this year, we'll have one, I'll have the race pass. And two, we have season passes anyway. So. Right. Which always drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Well. No no break for season pass holders. You still got to buy a lift pass. That's, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's a lot. We talked about a lot in an yeah. hour and a half. We're at an hour and a half. Yeah. I suppose that's a... I suppose that's a show. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I'm going to say good luck to myself so I can listen to this later and then it sounds all nice and I'm like, oh. Oh, so I need to edit this before the open. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You, okay. You could. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we're going to try and, uh, I mean, I guess if you're listening to this, you'll figure out whether I got it pulled off or not, but do a couple <laughs> episodes with one week intervals instead of 
uh, our sporadic interval um, and then try and <laughs> our no get, intervals our no just intervals. whenever they right. show up and then try and get into a two two week rhythm but yeah um, yeah we got to catch up on on some editing first so. yeah yeah okay cool well I'm stoked yeah we'll uh, we'll chat again after the open yeah awesome all right. I don't remember if we close this anyway. Like this cold is really do we have messing a, me up. What does this one do? Yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> <laughs>